Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Podcast. I'm Selectivate and joining me as ever is Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Good evening, yes, I'm good, thank you. You okay? Yeah, all good. Um, we're just catching up on some of the European football tonight there and watching PSG sneak a dramatic winner there. Last minute goal score. Yeah, late goals are great goals, they say on the Gambler podcast. <laughs> and we are joined by our resident Norwegian expert and footballer, David Weatherston. How's it going, David? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. Uh, and you were just talking about how it's dark o'clock already in Norway. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just staying up past my bedtime here yeah, for this. Yeah, we'll keep it brief, but it's, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll be worth it. Yeah. Uh, so there was no midweek games in Norway this week, so we've got a good run at the weekend. We're not kind of doing this on the hoof, really, um, just after some games have finished. Uh, so that should give us a good look at this weekend's fixtures. Uh, last week wasn't too bad on the podcast. I think we had more winners than losers, Greg. Yeah, I think I put two up um, for last weekend's podcast. Um, obviously over 3.5 goals at Volringer and Bode Glimt. That came in, and obviously my new favourite side, Hamcam, delivered us yet another over 3.5 goals win. So that was good. Yeah, we'll come on to them in a second. Just incredible stats from Hamcam so far already this season. Um, and David, your star bet of the week was probably Rosenberg, who you tipped at 19 to 20. I think they went off quite a bit shorter than that, but they won quite comfortably at home to Sarpsborg. Yeah, and by a mile, the best performance of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really impressive. Right from the word go, the tempo was high. Passing it much sharper, and um, yeah, they deserved, deserved to win by what they did. Is that a turning point, you think, for Rosenberg? Um, it certainly looked like it could be. Um, so, we talked about the manager last week. He's been given the job. He actually got given the job last week. I just hadn't read it. But, um, he's been given the job permanently. Uh, <clears throat> so... Until the I end think, of the season, at least. I think at home, haven't they? They've been absolutely excellent, Rosenberg, yes. at home. But away from home, they've still struggled. So I would be reluctant to take them away from home at the moment. But at home, they're a completely different uh, kettle mm. of fish, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, the, the, even the home games they were winning, they were quite tight games. But this game on Saturday, or on Sunday, sorry, was uh, a little bit different. They dominated from start to finish. So, yeah, um, interested to see how they do this week. Although uh, they've got all this end at home, so it should. Should uh, yeah, should be an easier game again. Yeah, still got a lot of ground to make up on the league leaders, uh, Klimt and Molde. Yeah, um, probably we'll probably too, too big too big a gap to close, but certainly they'll have their eye on third place. Yeah, only, only four points behind odd at the moment. So, um, yeah, who do who do they play this weekend? Allison's. Allison's at home. Yeah, you have yeah. to be a little bit inventive this week because I think that was one of the first games I looked at, and Rosenberg are obviously four eleven. So you're really need to try and find some sort of angle in that match. I thought Rosenberg mm. might have been a better place than that, but obviously after Sunday's hammering um, and Olsen's terrible oh, defensive record, yeah. <laughs> um, I think we'll struggle. Yeah. I'm actually surprised Rosenberg got his biggest photo eleven to be honest, given Olsen's defensive record. But yeah, it might be a there might be a wee bet builder uh, goals angle in there. But um, that's not one of the games we're going to look at this week. Um, we've got some tips across Oberliga on Friday, where there's a full card. Then Elite Serien on Sunday, and we've got another tip on Oberliga on Monday as well. So, what a weekend that is! Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get started with your 
latest love, Greg Hamcam, just ridiculous stats. Thirty-three goals in the last six Hamcam <laughs> games, scored twice in seven out of eight of their games so far, but they've not won a single <laughs> match. Um, so it, I'm guessing. It's that funny. It's sad, isn't it? Do you know? <laughs> I think I think in Scotland we uh, we love an underdog, and there's no more entertaining underdog at the moment in Europe. I think than Hamcam. No, I think they must be a football first for a team to score two goals in seven of their first eight games, not win any of them, and be bottom of the league has to be a football first in any league in any part of the world ever. <laughs> um, I do feel really sorry for them. They're just so bad defensively. So they've conceded 24 goals this season. You can't keep shipping two, three, four goals a game and expect to get any points from them. So they've played eight, lost six, drawn two. Um, they got hammered 4-2 against uh, Songdao on Monday. That was a tough game, to be fair. It was it was away from home, but they did score their customary two goals. Yeah. Um, they have conceded two or more goals, though, in all eight matches. And as, as you said, they've scored two or more now in seven of their eight games, which is just quite remarkable for a team to be bottom of the league to be that free scoring. But defensively, after eight games, you'd think they would be trying to tighten up the shot <laughs> and just try and grind out a result, a 1-0. But it's not the way they're playing at the moment. And I think we spoke about David last weekend, their two strikers also, who have been scoring quite frequently for them as well. Um, scored 14 goals. Defensively, a shambles. Now, Osana are in a decent run of form at the moment. Now, they've only conceded seven goals this season, which is the second best in the league. Yeah, but uh, they've, no, they've not played ham cam yet. <laughs> no, that's exactly it. <laughs> I think Tromso have conceded three, goal, three goals in their eight matches, which is terrific. So in terms of the angle here, um, obviously seven of their eight games now have gone over 3.5 goals for ham cam. Um, five of those eight over 4.5. They're seeing five goals on average per game. Um, and both teams have scored two or more goals, I think, in f- their last five games. Mm. So in terms of the angle here, it's, di- it's difficult to shy away from over 3.5. Now, I do get that Osana have a decent defence and don't ship many, but the way Hamcam play, you definitely expect Hamcam to get on the score sheet here. Um, unfortunately, there's no value in both teams to score and over 2.5. The bookie's only that daft. Um, so you can get over 3.5 goals in this match at 11-10. And bearing in mind that's landed now in seven of their eight matches, mm. I think 11 to 10 is fairly decent. Um, and again, I'll, I'll be on that this weekend. Um, Hamcam to score two or more is 11 to 8. Not great odds, to be fair. I think they were 13 to 8 to score two or more on Monday against Songdao, which is a good price. So a lot shorter today, uh, sorry for Friday. Uh, but that's probably to be expected. I think the bookies are now starting to wisen up to Hamcam's scoring antics. And continuing antics. So I think I think that's still a decent price when you consider that they've managed that in seven out of their eight games. Yeah, I think it is. You know, um, in a pure pure stats bet. You know, take out the league position, which I know is difficult to do when you're weighing up uh, the game. But purely based on the stats, I think eleven to eight looks looks decent. So it's really torn between this game. So I'm going to be a bit inventive. I'm going to back both of them, but in terms of the um, the stakes associated to that I'm probably just going to split the stakes in this one so I think if there's over 3.5 goals in this match I'm fairly confident if that happens Hamcam will have scored two of them 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think Hamcamp to score two or more at 11 to 8 is also worth backing. Yeah. The last thing you want to be doing is sitting here on Friday night and it's a 3 2 scoreline again. Yeah. And you're scratching their head going, why the heck have I not backed that again? Yeah. So it's difficult to argue against it. I think Osana's defensive record is the only thing I would probably call out, but Hamcam have gone everywhere this season and scored goals. And you'd fully expect Osana at home to score at least twice. So I think over 3.5 goals at 11 to 10, and Hamcam to score two or more at 11 to 8. Okay. Also on Friday, you want to have a look at Link v Songdal, um, and I guess this goals bet is based on the fact that all four Blink home games have seen over two and a half goals so far. You have done your homework. Very impressed. <laughs> I Very do impressed. try. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Blink's home games, they won 4-1, lost 3-1. They, sorry, that's, that's sort of, sorry I'm, I'm absolutely lying. They lost 3-2, <laughs> 1-5-2, 1-2-1 and drew 2 all. So there's been 19 goals scored in Blink's four home games. They've obviously scored two or more in four of those, but they conceded three, two, one and two. So definitely looking at goals in this one. I think it's six v third. Now Songdao are actually in a really good run of form at the moment. They have won one nil. They beat Lundstrom two nil. Was it, I think two weeks ago, David? Yeah. And they obviously beat Hamcam on mon- uh, last last week, four um, two. So they're in great shape at the moment. Uh, away from home, a bit inconsistent. They've won four one, lost three one, lost four one, and won two 0 So I think Blink after a tough start have only lost once in their last six. And that was at Tromso, so I don't think there's any shame in that. And six of their eight games this season have seen um over two point five goals. So again, looking at this match, I think Songdale's favourites here to win this match, but they're only four to five to score two or more, which I think's just a little bit short. I'd probably be expecting neither even money for that, to be fair, um, given there's not much between the, between the sides. So the bookies, for some reason, have got this match priced up quite high for over 3.5 goals. I think it's 11 to 8 for over 3.5. Yeah. But as you know, I do like the Asian goal line. Mm-hmm. So for this match, you're getting three, three, 3.0 goals at 5 to 6. So stakes back if there's three goals and you win, obviously, if there's four. And I think both sides here um, can get on the score sheet. And I think we've got a good chance here of seeing four goals. Yeah, that Asian line just gives you a wee insurance policy, doesn't it? Yeah, we're not greedy on the Gambler betting podcast. We're not greedy. I think five to six is a decent price to have that security of uh, money back if there's three. Yeah, OK. Um, so, also on Friday, uh, David, you've got a wee both teams to score double that you like. The look off starting with uh, Sunday's v. Remind me again. Koffa, we're going Koffa. to say. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, um, San is at home to Koffa on uh, Friday night. So, San is four home games so far. They've all, <coughs> they've conceded and scored in all four so far. Um, that is 4-3-1-1-2-1-2-1. And then um, <coughs> Koffa, away from home, they've had three three away games so far. They've lost 2-1, drawn 1-1 and drawn 2-2. So I'm looking for both teams to score in this game again So to continue that record. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the other game I'm looking at is Raufos versus Yarv. So Yarv, last week we talked about how they were a little bit of a, a 2-2 team. But, um, <coughs> they only draw 
1-1 last week, which was disappointing for the over 2.5 goals crew. But um, they did score and concede again, which they've done in seven of their eight games so far. Um, if you look at Raufos, they're not not so um, they've not been so consistent with the both teams to score, but they have scored a lot of goals. Um, <clears throat> they've got sorry, they've actually yeah, uh, who's at home? Raufos at home, yeah. So um, at home they scored six goals in the three home games. Um, and uh, obviously, yeah, they're scoring plenty of goals and conceding plenty of goals. So I just, I think both teams to score. The thing with this league is that like, all the teams are quite closely matched in the middle mm. of the league. Like between sort of, yeah, Songdal down all the way down to sort of Hamcam, you're thinking that games could go either way. Especially home teams seem to have a, a decent advantage here. Like teams like Grorud and Strimmen, they seem to be good at home and struggle a little bit away. Mm. So I just think it's best to avoid results. Um, yeah, stick to goals. Stick to goals. So the both teams to score double. Uh, I'll, I'll try that one this week. I missed out by one goal on it last week, uh, unfortunately. But uh, we'll try again this week. Yeah, so that pays 1.16 to 1. So just over... 4 to 5. <laughs> 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 uh, just over about 11 to 10. You get on that uh, for bet three six uh, bet three six five. So uh, that's the both teams to score at Sunnes and at Rufus on Friday night. Yeah. Okay, which takes us into a little series of matches on Sunday. Am I right in saying Molde playing Saturday? Yeah, they play Sarpsborg on Saturday night. And actually, I just I wasn't. I think they're a really good price. A, a ten eleven. Yeah. Um, I know the form recently, well, results recently have just taken a little bit of a hit. They lost to Brann on, the, I think it was Monday night, but they absolutely battered them. They had 17 corners. They, they had a stonewall penalty not given. I think just keeper had an unbelievable save that he tipped onto the bar as well. It was just one of those games for them. And they ended up losing 2-1. I think they didn't reflect the result at all. Another the game they lost to Sandefjord, which they were 1-0 up in cruising. And then their centre-half decided to give away a goal and then get sent off, um, mm-hmm. and they lost that one. So I just think um, they're by... F- well, with them and Glimt are so far ahead of everyone else, I think, and especially <coughs> Sarpsborg, um Yeah, mid-table team. I just think that Molde's price, just is 10-11 just now, or sorry, 1.91 uh, just yeah, yeah. now. Um, I just think it's a good price. Yeah, just shy. What about I, price, think um, I think it will come in. I wonder what price Molda are to concede their customary four corners in this match. Yeah, I think they it, lost uh, five to Bran on Monday, but I think uh, Spartansburg at home, you're probably looking to have to back at least five, maybe even six, actually. Yeah, but um, I think uh, I think Molda like Molda having troubles with injuries. That's their that's their main problem. Just now, they've not been able to field their best team for a few good few weeks. Um, so I think uh, I think well, Lecky James should be back this week. He's, he was ill; he missed the last couple of games. My main striker. So I think um, yeah, I think that price is pretty good. It's worth worth looking at. And do, do they have European games on the horizon, Mulder? They do. Um, they Tuesday, is it? On, is it? Yeah, they're is playing the Icelandic team on Tuesday. That's right. They're playing uh, right. Okay. Yeah. 
Ach, I mean, the squad's the squad's so big. I don't think it should be an issue. And they're at home on Tuesday, and it's only one leg as well. So yeah, I they'll probably see, be a terrible price. They'll be one to four or one to five, probably. Yeah, yeah, imagine, at least. So that would give them the chance to close the gap a wee bit to Glimt, who play on Sunday. Um, they're away to Sandyford, and it looks like another game with goals in it, Greg. Yeah, I think we'll sit here and speak about both of the Glimt's scoring antics every week. Um, but as you know, I like an underdog, and I think we said last weekend that last weekend was maybe the weekend in which Bode Glimpse unbeaten record came to an end, and it was close to be fair. Um, yep. I'm really keen on going against Bode Glimpse here, just in terms of goals and other angles. So when you look at obviously their form, they're still unbeaten, obviously, but I guess their gung ho approach really does leave them open at the back. They've conceded two or more goals now in four of their last five games. They conceded two at Mjondalen. They conceded two at Volering last week. Uh, two at Stabak, I think, two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Um, on the road, they've conceded two or more goals now in five of their seven away games. Mm-hmm. And conceded two or more in six of their 13 league games. So almost half their league games this season, they have shipped two goals, which is pretty alarming really, but as we know, they are a force to be reckoned with in attack. And that's why they're obviously running away with the league at the moment. Um, all 13 games have gone over 2.5 goals. I think 11 of 13 games have gone over 3.5. But as I said last week and the week before that, and the week before that, <laughs> they don't keep many clean sheets. So no, just two clean sheets this to, season. Yeah. Yeah. So both teams have scored now in 11 of the 13 matches. So in terms of this match itself, um, it's hard to oppose goals in this match. There's not really a case for it. Uh, Sandy Fjord coming to this, I would say, in pretty good shape. They beat Molda 2-1 here um, a couple of weeks ago. And they beat uh, Strum's Godset 4-3 last weekend. So two pretty good results for them, actually. Uh, They've won three in the spin at home. So there's absolutely not a chance I'd be backing Bodo Glimt at 4-11. No chance, zero chance at all um, at that price for an away side who keep shipping goals and who've obviously drawn their last two away games to all. So in terms of the betting angle here, I would just advise again to back over 3.5 match goals. I can't see Glimp keeping a clean sheet. I can see Sandyford scoring twice here. Um, but depending on what both side turn up, they could score three or four. Mm-hmm. So... Having looked at the markets, uh, Novi Bets are offering 19 to 20, which is an incredible price for something that's landed in 11 of 13 games. So I think most places it's around about 5 to 6, uh, 17 to 20 for over 3.5 goals. Uh, but you're getting 19 to 20, which you should, you should try and snap up. I think also both teams to score and over 2.5 goals you could classify as very strong. It's a bit short, though, at 8-11. So, doing a bit of digging in terms of other angles for this match, uh, Bode Glimt have only won one of their last six games by two goals. So, Sandyford on the handicap plus two is five to six. So, I'm not a massive fan of handicap betting, but Mm -hmm. there's an angle there to look at. And I guess the final angle is looking at Bode Glimt's matches. They do concede the first goal quite a lot. And they do concede quite a lot of early goals. 
So looking through their matches, they've lost a goal in the first half an hour now in their last four games. And I think they've lost, in their last six games, a goal before 65 minutes, which kind of takes me nicely on to Sandyfield to score before 66 minutes at 5-6. to six. So looking at those different angles there, there's two bets for me in this match. I think over 3.5 match goals at 90-20, to 20, um, with Novi Bet is the nap. Um, and also, I'm going to take Sandy Fjord to score before the 56 minute, sorry, the 66 minute, sorry, at 5 to 6. Who's that with? That is with Bet365. Um, I can't imagine we will have many listeners will have a Novi Bet account. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> generally, that's available for 5 to 6, which is still very backable, that over 3.5 goals at that price. Yeah, definitely. I think we said before. You should start getting these games at kind of four to six, maybe even four to seven. So still really surprised to see um not far off evens for well, a team that I've seen over three point five goals in all six away games. All yep. seven away games, sorry. Yeah. And David, you're you're keen to get one side with Glimpt here, aren't you? Yeah, I I I have I, I fancy Glimp to, to come to Sandy Fjord and get a, a good win. Um, four 0 that'd be good. Four 0 fine. Yeah. No. Four uh, <laughs> one. What I'm what I'm looking at those um, because obviously Glimt are a very short price, but as as Greg said, they do concede a lot. So the last seven games, Sandyfjord have scored in, and the last seven games, Glimt have conceded in. Obviously, Glimt have scored in every game, um, and I just I think. So I've got Gleam to win here. I know Sandy Fjord have picked up some good results recently. Uh, obviously beating Molde. The, the Molde game was a little bit... Um, Skewed. Too lucky. They did well, but it's one of those ones, you know, it, it, was, it was going to go against them. Things turned their way. Um, but I just think... I, I just don't see them being able to stop Glimt. I mean, Wallerang has sat in deep against them last week once they got ahead and they just they still couldn't stop them. I don't know if I, I tweeted it out the goal that Jens Peter Hauge scored. It's just it's top class. It's absolutely top class, and it's something that you don't really see in this league. That that ability will not last in this league for long. He'll be gone <laughs> very soon. It um, was like watching a young David Witherston, wasn't it? It was. It was. He said, <laughs> kept his composure and slotted at home. Um, but no, I just think. Um, both teams to score in this game and add it on to Glimp to also win is 2.3, which is uh, an excellent price, I think, considering Glimp tend to win their games with also conceding. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they've only not won two games. Yeah. Um, well, keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean it's just... Uh, yeah, I mean, Sandefjord came up they're sitting ninth at the moment. They came up um, this season, and they're definitely exceeding expectations at the moment. But um, this is this is the sort of game where they wouldn't be expected to take anything from. And I don't think that um, if if they go behind by one or two goals, or sorry, if they, I just I can't see them being able to fight back all the way like they did against some Scott set last week. I just think Clint will be too good for them and out will outscore them. It's a fixture that's got a history of goals, seven of the last eight. I've seen both teams score as well, so that right. 
that bodes well for the bet as well, I suppose. Um, so, for you, it's glimpsed to win and both teams to score, and that's what 2.3 with Paddy Power, is it? Um, I, I, I can't remember which one it's was. <laughs> usually, as Paddy Power, and at this point, I tell you what the, the best price is in Bet365, but um, I don't have it to hand, unfortunately, at the moment. No so worries. Uh, I, I think it was Paddy Power because it probably would have been, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it, when it comes to prices, I think the guys that listen and the guys on the channel as well, they're pretty clued up. They're pretty quick to find best price. So um, I guess from my perspective, if you do see a better price than whatever I quote or whatever the guys in the podcast quote, then please feel free to contact us straight away and connect us. Because it's really useful, actually. We're only obviously three sets of eyes. We've got all you guys out there looking for best price. So yep. probably just a thanks from me uh, and continue to do that. Okay. I am a second away from the price. Thirteen to ten at bet three six five. Yeah. There you so go. That's actually a really good price to be fair. Really yeah. good price. Okay, so we are what, one, two, three, four, five. About seven tips in we've not had a corners bet yet, Greg. So let's have a look at one for some <laughs> squad sets visit to Hoggersund on Sunday. Yeah, there's quite a few sides I looked at for team corners at the weekend. I think um Mion Dallin were one of them after they finally ended their six-game losing streak. But I've gone for Strum's God set. Um, I think this looks very, very good. They are away to Haugesund. Um Is that right, Haugesund? Yep. Yep, excellent. Davis Phonetics are starting to kick <laughs> off. Um, so Strum's God set, though. Strum's God set at the moment, not in great form. They've only won one in five. But I think if we look a little bit deeper... They have had a really, really tough run of games. They played Mulder, lost 4-0. They then played Valorenga, lost 2-0. They beat Bran. They then played Boda Glimt. And to be fair, they'd actually done really well at Boda, didn't they? They um, lost 3-2, but they absolutely battered in the corners in that match. I think they got 13 in the end. And I think Storm's Godset then lost at Sandefjord on Sunday, 4-3. Yeah, so horrible result. Yeah, so they've played three of the top three teams in first, second and third in the league. So quite a difficult run there. But when you look at their corner counts this season so far, especially away from home, they have hit six or more corners in five of their six away games. So that includes seven, two, six, six, six and 13. Now bearing in mind, six were against Rosenberg, six were against Wallerenger, and 13 were against Boda. So they're going to decent places, tough grounds to go to, and they're racking up really good corner counts. Now, Haugesund lost to Mion Dallin at the weekend, which is really disappointing for them, especially given the fact that Mion Dallin had lost six games in the spin. Um, looking at Haugesund's um, corner stats themselves, they've conceded four or more corners now in 11 of their 13 league games. I'm looking at their home records. Bran have gone there and uh, hit seven. Start hit eight. Viking hit eight. And Rosenborg hit 11. So I think this is a much easier task now, I would say, for Sturm's God's sake, based on the sides that they have been playing. Obviously, they have been playing probably three of the better sides in the league who sit first, second and third. They're playing a team kind of bottom half of the table. Disappointing result for them last weekend. And really surprised to see Storm's God's set as big as five to four to hit five or more corners. 
So I will be on Storm's God set five plus corners at five to four on Sunday. Is that Skybet? That's for Skybet, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I guess advice is to look out for any other bookies that are off in that market just before kickoff. Yeah, there should be maybe checking Saturday. Um but Skybet, I hate to say it are always first up when it comes to um team corners and very often they are best price, which is quite incredible because Skybet prices across the board are usually terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really like to look at this one, especially the fact that some gods set away from home have hit six or more in five or six away games. Yeah. Have you given us your nap for this week yet? Have you decided I've given any? it. Well, this could be a nap as well. So based on the over 3.5 goals tip in the um, Sandy Fjord-Boda Glimt match, that's currently the nap. Okay. But in terms of points staking, I may make this a five-pointer as well. We'll see. Right. Okay. Stay tuned to the private yes. channel for that one. <laughs> Okay, and you've also got a corners bet for us I on do, I've gone Sunday, David. I've taught him well. I've taught him yep. well. <laughs> <laughs> I ran it past him before we started the pod just to make sure it was all right. Um, <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm actually, the game he mentioned that he didn't go for was Muendalen. So Muendalen um, <clears throat> travelled to Bran on uh, Sunday and they finally picked up their first win after seven straight defeats. Um, they beat Haugesson 1 0. Uh, so I think just going into this game, they'll be finally got a little bit of confidence back. They've hit um, they've hit four or more corners in ten out of thirteen games, and six out of seven away games. So they've obviously they have got even though they were losing every game, they were still hitting decent corners. So Bran Bran obviously got rid of their manager last week. They've got a new manager in. So I think um, it'll be interesting to see how they change if they change their shape or if they change any personnel, it might take some time to bed in. So I think Muendal in four plus corners, um, uh, even money uh, with uh, Skybet is um, a really good price considering how often they've been hitting that. Brand conceded 17 corners against Mulder last week, so I won't go for the 16 plus uh, market, <laughs> but <laughs> four plus uh, Muendal in corners is a good price and that that will be my nap of the week. Okay. Uh, and I, I think you can ask... get any team at four corners, especially a team like Ron Dowen against Bran. There's probably not that much really between the sides, really, is there? Yeah. Um, I think Bran also deliver some decent numbers. So this game was in my shortlist in terms of over 10 match corners. I think um, Bran in this match can probably support the corner count as well. So I think yeah. Mion Dowen to hit four at evens is a great shout. And I think we could probably see double figures here in this match. That's not, um, I'm not staking that. I'm just saying I think this match looks good for corners, I think, from both sides. Okay, so one to look out for. Um, but David's tip is Mion Dowen four or more corners at even money. Uh, with Skybet, David? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that covers early this season on Sunday. And as I touched on earlier, there. Uh, there's a round of games in Obus League and across Monday and Tuesday, seven and Monday, one on Tuesday. It and makes Mondays so much more bearable, doesn't it? <laughs> Having a Monday League, Obus League and card, I love it. <laughs> it does at five o'clock. Uh, so we'll have a look uh, ahead to those games on the private channel, Greg. But in the meantime, David's picked out what looks like a, 
a really good price on Tromso um, yeah. on Monday as well, you know, at this stage of the week. Yeah, so Tromso, they obviously, they're top of the league. They've won eight games out of eight. Absolutely flying. Um, they travelled to Yarv on Monday. And they could be off. With, I mean, they've, I think they play. I'd actually, God, I didn't check. Are they playing on uh, Friday? Uh, Tromso. Are playing the Grorud. Grorud. Right, okay, so Grorud, one of the, the lower teams in the league, like it's a very good chance they could make it nine wins out of nine, go into that game, and, and they've obviously got a bigger budget than you have, far more ability to rotate in the squad. Just three days later, I think um, even money to win, just a straight win bet, um, just looks like a really good price. So you have... Uh, yeah, I've actually got a, I've got a window open somewhere for you. Too many windows. Tromsø were actually <laughs> twenty-one to twenty at Bet Three Six Five, so even better than evenly. Yeah, yeah. So they've not, they've only lost one game. Uh, yeah. Uh, so lots of draws, not winning lots games, of, lots of loads two, two of draws, draws loads of tight, tight games. But they've not, I mean, they've not played Tromsø yet. Um, who are obviously the standout team in the league at the moment. And um, I just think even money for a team that's won every single game, it just seems a bit, a bit too high. Yeah. I think the fact as well they've only conceded three goals, haven't they? Yeah. So to concede three goals in eight matches, they're not giving much away. No, not at all. Not at all. I think Maybe Hamcam should learn from them. <laughs> ah, there's no point. In the just. Why <laughs> <laughs> change now? Okay, so just to be clear, that one's on Monday. Um, yeah. In the round of fixtures there, so that's one to look out for as well. So, as I say, they're twenty-one to twenty at Bet Three Six Five to win it year on Monday evening at five. Okay, good stuff. Um, can you guys just give us a wee recap then of your best bets for the weekend? Start with yourself, Greg. Yeah, so on Friday um, we've got quite a few games from the Obisligan. So first up is Osana home to Hamcam, and two bets from this match. I'm taking Hamcam to score two or more goals at 11 to 8 with Bet365, and also taking over three point match goals, sorry, over 3.5 match goals at 11 to 10, and that's also with Bet365. And the second match from this league will be Blink v Songdao, and taking over three goals on the Asian line, money back of the three at 5 to 6, and that's also with Bet365. And into Sunday, uh, two bets, taking the Sandy Fjord match versus Bora Glimt and taking over 3.5 match goals. You can get 90 to 20, but I think best price in most bookies will be around the 5 to 6 mark. And that will be this weekend's nap. And also taking Haugesund versus Strums Godset and taking Strums Godset to hit five or more corners at 5 to 4. And that's with Skybet. Okay, yourself, David. Yeah, uh, first up Friday, um, looking at uh, both teams to score in the Sandnes game and the Raufoss game. Uh, doubling that up, it's, um, I think you said it was about 13 to 10. Was it no, 23 to 20? I think you Something said something. Yeah, yeah, about that mark. Yeah. Um, then on Sunday, uh, jumping to Bode Glimt as well, staying with them to win and both teams to score uh, against Sand. If you're just 2.3. 13 to 10. 13 to 10. Um, 
And also looking at Mjöndalen against Brand, so it's Mjöndalen to get four plus corners is uh, even money. 2.0. 2.0. And then on Monday, it's Tromsø to beat Jav, which was, um, what did you say it was? 21 to 20 uh, with uh, Bet365, yeah. which one. is 2.05, roughly. Very well done. Uh, okay, good stuff. Uh, now this week, there's no Belarusian podcast, Greg. Yeah, really sad, actually. Again, um, political. Um, we're not going to get political, but it's a really sad state of affairs what's happening in Belarus. I've not not been involved too much in terms of what's going on, but I think it's very clear to see, um, as a country at the moment, not in a great place. Mm. Obviously, the um, the voting system across there it has been up for debate for some time. They've obviously had their election. The current president has been in charge since what? 1994, I think, had a landslide victory. Lots of talk of it being rigged. And at the moment, obviously, I think football is probably right on the back burner um, in Belarus, which is a real shame for lots of reasons. But I think from our perspective, Belarus has been absolutely fantastic to all of us um, since since March. And I think at that point as well, it was the only league in world football being played. Yeah. So hopefully... Everyone there stay safe and they kind of go over this kind of really tough time in Belarus. But hopefully we'll see the return of the Premiership in Belarus soon. Yeah, and hopefully we'll be back doing a Belarus podcast sooner rather than later. But we do have a Scottish football podcast coming up uh, this week. Greg and I will be joined by a very special guest who is, I guess, considered broadcasting royalty in the Scottish game. Uh, so we're looking forward to that one. That podcast will be available on Greg's private channel on Thursday evening and then available to the general public on Friday, so don't miss that. Uh, of course, if you want to receive daily tips from Greg, you can direct to your phone, then you can join the channel. You can find all the details at cambla.co.uk. And that's us for this week. Massive thanks to David once again for joining us. Thank you. Good luck with your bets. Yes. And thanks to yourself, Greg, and best of luck with your bets. Yes, thanks. Good luck.